Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome into the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. The Ravens opened the season with a 25-9 victory over the Houston Texans. It's good to start the year in the win column. Now, the flip side of that great win is that they did suffer some significant injuries in this one. They lost J.K. Dobbins for the season with a torn Achilles and also dealt with a handful of other injuries. On Monday afternoon, head coach John Harbaugh met with the media for his standard Monday afternoon press conference and he updated the media about the status of those players who dealt with the injuries on Sunday. Okay, first of all, I uh, just want to make mention of uh, 9-11, being today being 9-11. Most of us our age, or a lot younger even, remember where we were on that, uh, that Tuesday morning. I was in Philly, uh, game planning for a game. Gets a, I think it might have been against the Giants, I'm not sure, but I just happened to see the, the second one go in and uh, something you never forget. Been to the memorial now a couple years ago. Would highly recommend it to anybody and everybody. Go spend as much time there as you can. The stories are amazing and compelling. So, um, for you know, for our country, uh, what a what a, what an important day this is. As far as the game, just a really happy and pleased with the win. And I'd say the number one thing pleased with is the effort. The effort that our guys played with was uh, uh, about as good as it gets. It was standard setting effort you know, on, on all, in all three phases. And that was something that you can hang your hat on and you can win with. And the physicality uh, was there along with that. So just really happy with that. Also the idea that we, uh, we made plays that we had to make in critical situations to win the game. I thought guys came up with plays, stops, uh, conversions, touchdowns, uh, getting the ball in field goal range, making kicks, uh, all the things, even punts, you know. You look at the, uh, Jordan's punt, early on from backed up. I think he had a 60, 60 plus yard punt, 50 plus yard net, flipping field position from your own 10 yard line. That's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty great play that, you know, sometimes doesn't get noticed. So those kind of plays were made during the game. So really happy with that. Uh, the things that we, you know, is obviously, it's, it's always this way after your first game and really it's this way after every game, but there's so many things we have to work on. So many things from an operation standpoint, both sides of the ball and special teams, execution standpoint. Both sides of the ball and special teams. Penalties, just way, way too many penalties. Too many times we took chips and we put them back in front of our opponent. You know, we don't want to do that. We want to keep the chips, hoard the chips. You win with more chips. And we don't need to be giving them things that, 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 are, that are, you know, caused by us not doing the things we need to do quite the right way. So 
uh, we'll be looking at that real hard this week and looking hard to improve in those areas. That's you know what we refer to as winning football. So we'll be talking about that. But individual efforts, uh, f- you know, focus, playing hard, want to. Really proud of the guys and, and really proud of the win against a good Houston team. Uh, I've said this before and about certain teams early in the season. Uh, they're going to win a lot of football games this year. So uh, you mark it down. You'll, you'll see. That's a good young football team. So what questions do you have? John, um, as far as injuries, do you have any updates on Marcus, Marcus Williams, uh, Ryan Stanley, and, and Tyler Linderbaum? I do. I do. Again, I'll just confirm JK uh, is going to have the, this, the, uh, the Achilles surgery to repair that. And he texted me last night after we, I, we texted back and forth and told me not to worry. He'll be back better and stronger than before. So uh, uh, he, he, his spirits will be good. Um, Marcus has a pec injury. He's talking to consulting with the doctors right now. He'll be out for a while. Uh, it may not be a season ender, though. Uh, there's different options that he has. So uh, we'll keep you updated on that uh, and then soon because he'll have to make a decision soon on a possible surgery there. Um, Tyler has, a, has an ankle sprain, so uh, I'd say week to week right now. Uh, he may be out for this game. Uh, Ronnie has a, a knee sprain, uh, so again, that'll be kind of sim- similar to Tyler right now, so we'll see where those guys are at, but they could be out this game, and uh, we'll be counting on the guys, if they are out, to step up and play. Was there another one? Did everybody, any other injury questions while we're at it? Um, well, I'm on a roll. Marlon Humphrey have a shot. Uh, Marlon has a shot. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. He's got a shot. But it depends, you know. It's uh, it's it's pretty early in the process, but it's possible. So we'll see. Same thing. Mark looks good. You know, we'll see how he does. Though I would prefer those to the practice, to actually to the the report. Probably is going to be your best indicator. Was there any kind of setback with Mark on Friday? It sounded like say he would play. Yeah, just you never know. I don't. I don't. It's just sometimes we hoped he'd make it. Couldn't make it to the game. We were trying. He was trying. Just didn't didn't get there. John, was there a point where Marcus Williams tried to play through his injury during the game? There was. It happened. Uh, it happened. Uh, didn't really. He didn't really realize what it was. It just kept bothering him as he went. Made some plays too. Played really. I mean, Marcus played great. It's it's a tough one for us. There's no doubt. You know and. I'm disappointed that, you know, Marcus, uh, all three of those guys are, are great players. You know, those are guys that we're hoping to get back uh, different times. But uh, he did. He played He played some more plays, played well in those plays, and then just, you know, it was really bothering him. He had checked out, and that's what they found. John, I know you want to be in this position again, but Gino Stone played and filled in for Marcus pretty extensively last year when he was out of the list. Does that help you a little bit in terms of knowing what you can well, yeah, we're still going to play great defense. I mean, I feel really, still really good about our defense, you know, because Gino's going to be Gino. You know, he's not going to try to be Marcus. He's going to play the way he plays, and he's proven he can play very well back there. So, got all the confidence in the world in Gino and Daryl Worley and anybody else we might bring in here. We've got some options. So, uh, but those those guys, especially Gino, who's done it before, yes, 100%, all the confidence in the world in Gino. I know Patrick McCarry went in at left tackle once Ronnie went out. Is that kind of yeah, yeah, Patrick's our backup tackle, both sides. And, uh, you know, Patrick's played a lot of football, so, you know, he'll play well also. It's, uh, it's not a guy that we, we con- we're concerned with in terms of how well he'll play. He'll play well. And with Tyler, I mean, is it, is it, do you kind of look back and say, wow, I'm really glad we were able to get Mustafer on the practice floor? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. And Sam did a good job. John, as you thought that Melvin Gordon will be 
bumped up from the practice squad? Will you look outside the organization again for running back, which has happened before? No, I think that uh, we're, we're good. I like the guys we got. Uh, Melvin uh, is going to, you know, he's here for a reason. And uh, certainly didn't expect it to be this quick, but uh, uh, that's why he's here. That's why he wanted to stay here, I think, because, you know, he likes it here, you know, and he likes the offense and he likes the, the, uh, the environment. And uh, he's a heck of a talented guy. You saw him in the preseason. He's a, he's a proven back. So I'm very, very glad that he's here. So, I'm sorry, John. That was when you say you're good, you don't foresee looking outside the organization to add a running back? No, I mean, I, I, you know, no, I don't. I'm, that's not what I'm looking to do. But, you know, if you want to ask Eric what his thoughts are, give him a call. <laughs> we'll do so after <laughs> John, when, uh, with J.K. Dobbins, I think everyone kind of knew that he was going to be the, the, the lead back going into the season. J.K. was going to be the lead back going into the season. Now that he is he's done for the year, how do you foresee, do you feel it will be a kind of a committee between those three guys? Or yeah, it's just, it, it's, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have put it in those terms before. And so why would I answer the question in those terms after? You know, we've got backs, we play our backs, they all play, they play well, we love our backs, we love all of our guys. And, you know, it's, it's just, nowadays NFL, is, uh, is a lot of guys have to play. I think that's pretty clear, you know, and you roll guys, you play personnel groups, there's a lot of strategy to it. And uh, all, every single guy on your roster has got to be able to win for you as a starter, you know, and so I pretty much consider, you consider all the guys starters, really, if just being truthful about it, they all have to be able to play that well. They're, they're on the team for a reason, you know, it's because they're good enough to do it. And so, and all those backs are going to play quite a bit. Coach, while we're talking about JK, a lot of the players seem visibly affected by the news of his injury. What is your general message to the team when uh, an injury impacts the players like that? Uh, we really don't have a general message. You know, the message is understood. The guys understand it. I think you know, you you, you were also probably hearing the question, the way they answered the questions, and they, they answered it in that sense. They understand what it means, and uh, kind of goes back to the last conversation in terms of. Uh, all, everybody's a starter, and now, now certain guys get opportunities to step up and show what they can do. And we'll be counting on those guys to do a great job, and I know they will. So uh, disappointed when injuries happen, excited for the guys who get an opportunity, and you move forward because the games keep coming. John, staying with the running backs, uh, Justice Hill, you talk about him a little bit as a guy who's, you know, he's been here a while and always done well on special teams, but seems like whenever he's asked to do something that's kind of stepped in, and now he may have a chance to play a bigger role as a back. Right, Matt, Cliff, I, you know, obviously is, is the way he's played speaks for itself, right? I mean, you guys have seen him play. The fans have all seen him play now through the years, but also in the preseason and yesterday. So I don't think it needs any explanation. You've got tremendous confidence in Justice Hill. He's, he's a very good running back. He's a very good all-around player, and uh, it's going to be a great opportunity for him. John, when we talked to the offensive guys after the game, I mean, like Zeitler said, if we're being honest with ourselves, we probably didn't execute it up to our standard uh, Mark said we were rusty. I mean, when you looked at the tape, did you see a lot of things where things were maybe just a step off, or what, what was your kind of broad take I, on the offense? Absolutely, absolutely. Lots of little things, even communication, uh, just the way we were operating. It was, you know, it was, it was up and down. You know, it was a little spotty. We had some really good moments, many good moments, but we also had many not good moments, you know, and uh, just being on the same page, where we were lined up, timing up motions, uh, getting out of the huddle as quickly as you wanted to at times. Uh, route running, blocking schemes, which linebacker we were working towards. Uh, there's, there's just a, a myriad of things that go into playing a football game and operating offensively or defensively and special teams. It's, it's, uh, there's a lot of moving parts, you know, and 
uh, we've got to get the parts moving more in sync, you know, and it's early in the season. It's not unexpected, but I promise you, we, we want to be chasing perfection, man. We, we don't, we really don't want to be not hitting on all gears at any time. And so we'll be working really hard to get better in all those areas this week. Our guys are, their guys, that's what the tone in the locker room was last night for sure. I think you probably saw that, Childs, you know, with your questions. Uh, the guys know it and they're excited to get to work and, and, and get better and keep, keep building. Already expressed a lot of optimism about Ronald Darby, but I'll please you with the way that he played yesterday. I think he played all but seven or eight snaps, knowing he's only 11 months removed from that ACL. Yeah, definitely. Well, I thought he played really well, and uh, I think, well, you know, I, I guess if the, if the underlying question is, did you want to play him that much, you know, and will you play him that much going forward? It's like we, we, we got a good guy in Rock, you know, also got in there late. I think he's going to be a lot stronger this week, too, so we'll have a chance to play to roll our guys in, you know, and then when Marlon comes back, we're going to be feeling good about our situation there. But, yeah, I thought Ronald played really good, especially given, you know, like you said, coming back off an injury, you, you kind of forget that it even happened that, that, that recently. He looks good to me. I mean, I, I'm really, really happy he's on our team. He's a great guy. He plays super hard, competitor, you know, just our kind of guy. Yeah, he did. He, Rashad played really well. Um, made the big catch over the middle, uh, down, hidden into the red zone, and blocked really well. All the receivers did. You know, I think he was just kind of excited to be back out there and, and be fighting in a game, you know, and uh, there's a lot of great days ahead of Rashad for sure. John, I think there was only one design rush for Lamar. Well, yeah, I mean, that is, but there was more than that in the, in the plan. So uh, there, were, there were more than that called. It wasn't the only one was not a quarterback sneak. So uh, he's reading a lot, of those, a lot of those runs out. But some of them are RPO, some of them are, have, a, have, a, have a quarterback run element in them as well. So uh, there were numerous ones in there, actually. So... Uh, I think it will be week to week, yes. And uh, he's going to have to be, he's someone that, uh, that is an element of his game that defenses are going to have to account for, for sure, Jonas, every week. I mean, you know that. They're, they're going to have to, they're going to have to account for him both out of the pocket, uh, extending plays, and also, uh, you know, with the QB driven plays. And we've got a myriad of those plays. Odell, <coughs> yes. uh, we saw Odell get. Quite a lot of snaps mm -hmm. yesterday. Was that um, how much was that plan? How much was that dictated by you know, matchup situation? Yeah, I mean, I think it's both. You know, I mean, kind of the way it goes. But he's a starting wide receiver, so he, he played like a starting wide receiver. Played a lot of plays. He's healthy. He's excited to be out there, and uh, you know that's going to translate. He uh, had a couple big catches. I mean, a huge catch at the end uh, that got us in field goal range. It was a kind of set, put the separation in the in the lead that we needed. Uh, Big uh, pass interference, you know, that he drew because of the way he ran his route and got open. Uh, I thought he was a factor out there. Another guy that blocked exceptionally well. He was into the game. He's playing physical. Uh, it, it was fun to watch him play. John, uh, we talked to Adolphe after the game yesterday. You, you praised McDonald for being a guy who can draw something to, to put these guys in position, position to see his pass rusher. And you hear him that echo by other guys and just comment and on his teaching ability. You know, obviously he had a great year last year, but when you were going through the process of interviewing him you know, a couple of years back, he'd obviously been in this building. Did you know that he would be, you know, that creative, that, that good teacher for this job when you kind of 
process yeah that's why that's why that's why he got the job you know and uh, had been with him you know for many years he, he basically grew up here as a coach and um, he's uh, you know we, we have a great coaching staff you know it's I think Mike's a, a good example of the coaching staff but he's young and he's smart and he's very determined and turns over every stone and uh, comes up with ideas but he also vets his ideas and not just his ideas he's collaborative you know, with the guys, and got a great staff. I mean, Anthony Weaver, you know, you're not going to find a better leader, better, better, better defensive coach than Anthony Weaver. Uh, he's going to be a head coach very soon. Uh, Zach Orr, heck of a young linebacker coach. I mean, Zach gets those guys rolling and teaches details at the same time. Um, you know, Denard, we added Denard from Philly. Uh, he's, he's added so much, you know, to the secondary in terms of ideas and, and uh, technique coaching. And is also a very demanding coach, along with Chris Hugh, who's been here many years, coordinates our pass defense, just does a phenomenal job with that. I mean, Chris Hewitt, Denard, uh, you know, Zach eventually, these guys are all going to be coordinators and head coaches. And then Chuck Smith, adding Chuck to the defensive side was big. And I think you saw, you know, kind of the energy that those guys brought to the pass rush, right? And Chuck deserves a lot of credit for that, and he does a phenomenal job with those guys. So uh, I think I got everybody on the defensive staff. Uh, there's more guys younger, you know, they'll wait their turn. But we've got a phenomenal staff, and I'd say the same thing about the offensive staff and the special team staff. So are your questions about Mike, but I, I turn it to the whole group. It's a, it's a great coaching staff. John, John, nowadays there's a ton of injuries league-wide yesterday, and you know how it is with injuries. People want a reason for them, whether it's field, whether it's preseason preparation, whether it's how hard teams are practicing. There always has to be a reason for them. From your perspective, when you have four guys go down, do you feel like you're damned if you do or damned if you don't as a coach, that it's just inevitable at times, that whether you play guys in the preseason or you hold them out, it's kind of inevitable? Or how do you kind of process it when you have such a hard day like that in the injury front? Well, I mean, I, th I think I've learned that, that uh, there is no answer. You know, if there was an answer, then that would be what would be what everybody's doing. Uh, you know, you, you practice guys, and, you know, or you don't practice guys. You play them in the preseason, or you don't play them in the preseason, and injuries happen, and that's the reason. And would you do the other thing? It's like being on a hamster wheel. You know, you're on the hamster wheel and not getting anywhere. And really, that's kind of how this injury whole big this injury conversation is going in the NFL. I think pro progress is being made for sure. But, you know, looking at whether you play in the preseason or don't, you know, how many reps you take in practice or you don't take, we're all ramping our guys now. Is there, is there a long enough ramp, really, to ramp the guys properly? I'd say no. You know, so I think the, the people that are doing the studies on this, they know that too, you know. So what they're going to have to do eventually is they're going to they're gonna have to change the whole thing, the whole preseason process and, and update it because, you know, it's just been basically, it's just been basically by what's always been done, you know, and, and they know that it's not enough time to get guys ready to play in that, in that, in that short preseason period. So there's a way to do it, you know, there could, because you look at, you do the studies and they've done them and they know what the way is. And I think that the NFL and the, and the NFL PA are going to come together on this, you know, and they're going to come up with the best thing for the players, keep the players healthy so you can have them, so they're ready to play. Because if you don't do enough and all of a sudden you go play a game, the game is as taxing, the game is taxing as it is. It is. And you have to have, you got to be ready for that to be taxed in that way. So if you don't do anything and you go play an NFL game, you know, things are, bad things are going to happen. If you, if you overdo it or, or if you, as you push through to get ramped up, there's a, there's a chance things are going to happen. You get soft tissue injuries and things like that in practice. And if you play them, then you've got the inevitable third part of it, which is 
just injuries happen. Guys, you get, they, they get fallen on, you know? They get caught in an awkward position because it's a contact collision sport. And the more games you play, the more, the more of those injuries are gonna happen. So, you know, that happens in the preseason and the regular season. So, uh, I, I, believe, I believe the NFL and the, and the Players Association are of the right mind. You know, and they want to do what they can do, and they're just, they'll get together and they'll come up with a good solution, and we'll see some major changes in the way the preseasons are, are built in the future. Are you saying with the longer ramp up, are you saying maybe start training camp earlier? I, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I'm not understanding. I mean, that's pretty obvious, yeah, what I'm saying. So there's, way, there's ways to do that and figure it out, and, and, uh, and with the whole big picture in mind, you know, from February till, till September. That was head coach John Harbaugh. You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass podcast. If you want more of a deep dive into everything that happened in the game on Sunday, check out the Lounge podcast feed. Hit subscribe to this feed as well as the Lounge feed and make sure you leave a rating and a review. Now we'll be back on Wednesday as the Ravens begin their preparation for a divisional matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. Thanks for listening. Talk with you again soon. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.